Three. Good morning, champions. Hello, Kay. Hello, RJ. And magandang umaga sa iyo at magandang umaga sa inyong lahat. Today is very exciting because we're now on our third week ng ating series about interruptions. And alam mo ba, RJ, ang pagtingin ko dati sa interruption ay hassle. Hassle sa buhay, lalo na kapag naplano mo na yung life mo. At nakita mo na sa mind mo yung result, yung big picture, yung future. Katulad na lang yung future ko with... Uh... Okay, tama ka dyan, no? Kaya actually, ganun din ang pagtingin ko dati sa interruption. No? Napaka-inconvenient. Mm-hmm. Sino ba naman ang hindi mayayamot pag na-interrupt ka? Yeah. Then, Alam mo, buti na lang dahil sa topic for the past two weeks, unti-unting nababago at na-align ang perspective and even yung action and response sa interruptions. And nalalaman natin na hindi lahat ng interruptions ay bad. Yeah. No, gaya na lang para itong invitation ni Lord. No, When, when God interrupts you, He invites you. Mm-hmm. What? To join Him kung saan siya nag-work. And yes. today, excited ako to hear pa more kung paano mag-respond at paano gagawin when God interrupts us. Ako din, RJ. At para mas malaman pa natin kung paano tayo mag-respond sa mga interruptions ni God, let's hear from Pastor, Pastor Tim. This past weeks, we've studied about life's interruptions, those unexpected hindrances in our plans. Maybe a sudden disappointment that ruins your expectations. But life has many interruptions. Jesus experienced interruptions. We will also experience interruptions. Kaya napakahalaga na makaroon tayo ng tamang perspective sa mga interruptions. Dahil kumikilos ang Diyos through sa mga interruptions. And He consistently uses these situations for His glory and our highest good. And last week, we were taught to make seeking and listening to God a top priority to be receptive and responsive sa mga messages ng Diyos, sa mga instructions niya, and to consistently be into the Word of God, worshiping God, serving, and sharing. But what if nagagawa mo ang lahat ng alam mong gawin ayon sa kalooban ng Diyos? Still, there are roadblocks. Still, there are hindrances, mga interruptions. Kasi ang Diyos nag-i-interject a different plan into your plans. God is famous for disrupting our regular, our routines, yung mga comfort zone natin. He shakes up and breaks up the things that are expected. Yung possible, gagawin niyang impossible. Yung natural, He wants it to be supernatural. The ordinary becomes extraordinary. Just like sa panahon ni Moses, living an easy, quiet life, raising sheep in the wilderness. But God's people needed a leader. So there was an interruption sa buhay ni Moses. Jonah was the status quo prophet, preaching sa Israel. But people in Nineveh needed to hear about God. Kaya God interrupted Jonah's life. And Mary, a young girl, planning a nice wedding living her young and simple life, but the angel Gabriel brought her a life-altering message. And on and on, all throughout the Bible, the people, the heroes of God, were those who experienced God moving in the interruptions of life. 
All of these people have their own ideas about what to do sa buhay nila. And it's not that their plans were evil or wrong. It's just that God had a different plan, a better plan, and a purpose para sa kanila, for them to fulfill. You may have plans for your own life, right? May mga pangarap, life goals, relationship goals, mga financial goals. And I suppose you think that those are good plans. Sino bang nagpaplano ng masama? And hopefully you're praying to God about your plans. But here's the correct order. Ito yung tamang sequence. Before praying that God gives you success to your plans, pray that God will give you the right plans to ask for. Kaya tanungin mo si Lord kung anong plano niya para sa buhay mo. Proverbs 16 verse 9 says, We can make our plans, but the Lord determines our steps. In Proverbs 19.21, You can make many plans, but the Lord's purpose will prevail. You can make plans. Planning is good. But always understand, God can make changes sa mga plano mo. Kasi ang kanyang layunin ang mangingibabaw. And next week, I'll teach you how to discern your life's interruptions, whether it's coming from your God or from your enemy. But the big question for today is, if it is God na nang disrupt nang interrupt sa'yo, are you willing to adjust? Willing ka ba na mag, maging interruptable? Yes. So here's what you can do when God interrupts your plans and wants to invite you to embrace His plans. Una, be flexible. When we say be flexible, we should be ready, willing, and able to adapt to any changes. Lalo na pag interruption ay galing sa Diyos. Parang rubber band. It's ability to flex and be stretched out of the usual. It makes it a powerful, resilient, and useful tool in the hands of the one who controls it. It can flex into almost any shape, circle, square, rectangle, star, all depending on the need at the time. And it's all because when the shape of a rubber band is disrupted, it remains flexible and flows with whatever it is called to do. Sana tayo magiging katulad ng rubber band. So that God can use us. But keep your mindset and attitude flexible. And when the Lord decides to interrupt your personal plans, you'll be flexible to flow with whatever He wants at that particular time. In Acts chapter 8, a disciple named Philip was preaching to big crowds and having great success in the city of Samaria. When all of a sudden, his life, his ministry was interrupted when he was called to go somewhere different. Let's watch this video from Acts chapter 8, verse 26 to 28. This is Philip, who was one of Jesus' disciples. Philip preached the good news of Jesus in many places. One day, an angel of the Lord spoke to him and said, Go south down the desert road. So Philip started out and he met the treasurer of Ethiopia. 
The man had gone to Jerusalem to worship, and he was now returning to Ethiopia. He was in his carriage reading the book of Isaiah out loud. Hey there! The Holy Spirit said to Philip, "Go over and walk along beside the carriage." Okay, I can do that. Philip ran over and heard the man reading and asked, "Do you understand what you are reading?" The man replied, "How can I unless someone teaches me?" Come on up here. And he urged Philip to come up into the carriage and sit with him. Those parts here. The Ethiopian asked Philip, "Tell me, was Isaiah talking about himself or someone else?" So beginning with this scripture in Isaiah, Philip told the Ethiopian the good news about Jesus. As they rode along, they came to some water. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. And the Ethiopian said, "Look, there's some water. Why can't I be baptized?" He ordered the carriage to stop. Stop. And they went down into the water and Philip baptized him. When they came up out of the water, the spirit of the Lord snatched Philip away and took him to another town. The Ethiopian never saw Philip again, but went on his way rejoicing. For Philip, it might have seemed like this assignment was a step backwards into demotion rather than promotion or upgrade. Many times when unplanned changes happen, I don't like it. At first, it's a feeling of frustrating to have to make adjustments, to have your plans changed, wiped out, reprogrammed. And for Philip, he was already having good results in the city, winning people to Christ, leading people in a citywide revival. But God asked him to be flexible, to go somewhere else, somewhere unusual, uncertain, to reach people he did not know. And for the natural human mind, that kind of interruption from God doesn't make sense. Leaving this large number of people to share with just an audience of one, but Philip ay naging flexible, nag-adjust ang kanyang plano, and he stayed in listening mode. So when the Holy Spirit urged him na lumapit sa sasakyan ng guy, he ended up sharing Jesus with a man. Who happened to be very spiritually hungry and very receptive, no less than the treasurer mismo ng Ethiopia, a high-ranking official under the queen, who believed in Christ and asked to be baptized. Now, for a personal story, I often get interrupted habang ako ay nagaaral, nagprepare for the church messages. Sometimes Zion would want to play, Bambi would want to go eat. Or somebody would call or wants to talk to me. Usually, it feels like the very worst possible timing because tight schedule. But this is where flexibility has to be put to the test. Will you do God's will? Will you be flexible, even though it's an interruption? Pangalawang magagawa natin when we are interrupted by the Lord is to leave your comfort zone. When God's interruptions happen, it can disrupt our comfort zone. It brings changes that shakes up our safe and easy, familiar, predictable routine. The prophet Nehemiah had an important job, working directly for the king of Persia in the palace. And kung sa 
normal na isipin natin, napaka-comfortable ang kanyang trabaho. With benefits like the best of food and wines, accommodations, security. But when nakakarinig siya ng about the holy city of God was in disgrace and ruins, God put a burning passion and a burden in his heart to leave everything behind and go to help rebuild the walls of Jerusalem. Now, if that was you, you knew that God was interrupting your life to go and serve Him. Would you give up a secured, stable job for voluntary work with no salary guarantee? Would you trade a life of luxury to go join with the poor? Or give up an established routine where everyone already likes you and to go to a place where you have to try to lead people that don't know you, don't appreciate you, and really don't even want your help. Mahirap yun, di ba? But Nehemiah left the comfort zone. And every plan that was in his own mind, he broke away from that to follow the plan that was in the mind of God. And he chose to embrace the interruption and run with the vision and run with the mission of God. Just like Abraham did and Moses and many others who took the challenge to follow God despite not knowing where their journey would end up. I've had many times in my where I knew I had to leave my comfort zone. Kung sa totoo lang, napaka comfortable sa U.S., but God was leading me to be a missionary instead of going to chef school, leaving the family that I'm so close with, so comfortable with, and go to the Philippines. Philippines pa, hindi Australia or mga iba pang places na gustong gusto kong puntahan. To the province, not Manila. San Fernando, kaysa sa dating comfort zone sa Baguio. You know, leaving up financial comforts, relational securities, church uh, familiarity, leadership, guarantees. There was even a time na nawala ng support having my closest group of backers na turn against me. But I tell you, comfort zone is a dangerous zone to be in. In the kingdom of God, if you want to walk on water, you've got to step out of the boat. Ang pangatlong magagawa natin when God interrupts our lives to do His will is submit to the Lord's plan. Kumbaga, allow, yes, even invite God to change your mind, change your plans that you have in your mind. Often, kapag meron tayong sariling plans or desires, beliefs, and traditions, itong mga ito maybe worked well in the past or maybe it was the right thing to do noon, but there are times when God interrupts the former things because He wants to do a new thing. And we've got to let Jesus be the Lord. Hindi ako ang Panginoon ng sarili kong buhay. And a perfect example is in Acts chapter 10. Peter was in Joppa, really hungry, waiting for lunch to be prepared. While he was praying, he fell into this trance. Nakaroon siya ng vision of a large sheet of unclean animals coming out of heaven and a voice na nagsasabi get up and eat these ang response ni Peter no way Lord I've never eaten any kind of impure food bawal ang mga yan 
hindi ko gagawin yun. Three times, inulit ng Panginoon itong pinakita sa kanya na unclean animals and inutusan ni Peter na eat this. The Gentile messengers of Cornelius, one of the military officers of Rome, showed up just about that time and nagahanap sila si Peter and as Peter was wondering, ano bang meaning ng message nito, itong vision na pinakita ng Lord sa akin, Peter finally realized that that vision was not about food. It was about people. And so Peter ay sumama sa kanila and shared the good news in the house of a Gentile, which was never done before. Uh, sa mga Jews, they don't go sa bahay ng mga Gentiles. Pero habang nagsasalita si Peter, habang siya nangaaral ng salita ng Diyos, bumaba ang Holy Spirit sa lahat ng mga nakikinig sa kanya. And they were baptized, they were filled with the Holy Spirit, Cornelius at lahat ng kanyang mga relatives in the name of Jesus. At doon nakaroon ng major breakthrough, a new beginning, where the Gentiles began to receive the gospel of Jesus. Submitting to God's plan takes proactive movement. When God says move, hindi mo pwedeng maging passive lang. Kailangan na proactive to obey. But it also requires that you don't push ahead in doing your own plan if the Holy Spirit is saying no. Kasi, even if you think your plan is good or it seems right and spiritual, it might be. But you just can't be the one to decide. You cannot be. Ever since the beginning, sa Garden of Eden, sabi ng Diyos, huwag kumain sa tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Hindi sa'yo na maging sarili mong Panginoon. You have to submit to the Lord. Years ago, I met with the church leaders. Huminga ko ng help to raise funds for the church building. So, nakaroon ng brainstorming at may nagsuggest na let's have a raffle ticket sell. Magbibigay tayo ng prizes and we'll sell raffle tickets. At that time, wala akong confirmation. Parang feeling ko hindi galing sa Diyos yun. But in my spirit, I don't believe it. But still, sumangayon ako. Because it was really a good idea. When we worked the math, ang ganda, ang laki ng profit that we could earn. We were excited about raising the money. Hindi para sa sarili natin, but for the Lord, for the church. And so, we went to the printing press, produced tickets, distributed the raffle tickets. Alam mo nangyari? Luging lugi. Palpak ang project na yan. And we were so embarrassed and we really learned that time not to lean on our own understanding. And don't stubbornly beat on a door that God has not opened. Proverbs chapter 16 verse 3 in the Amplified Bible says, Commit your works to the Lord. Okay? Submit and trust them to Him and your plans will succeed if you respond to His will and guidance. Note, it will take humility and surrender to do this. Dahil submitting to the Lord's plans is not just a one-time decision. It's a day-by-day, step-by-step lifestyle or habit where you are constantly tweaking every attitudes and actions to comply and rely on God. Because God does not usually give all the instructions sa iyo na upfront, all at one time, big time. 
Instead, He is conditioning us to seek Him and follow Him in a perpetually surrendered way every day. So submit to the Lord's plan and not stubbornly be insisting on your own plans. Pangapat, wait on God's timing. Napakahalaga ang timing. And God's timing is always perfect. Last year, nag-apply si Bambi para sa U.S. citizenship. We had no idea kung gano'ng katagal ang process or when it would be scheduled. So we were just waiting. Habang nasa Pilipinas na kami, we kept checking sa website. Uh, hindi mo pwedeng tawagan ng mga updates. But on the website, sasabihin nila na three months, two months, one month. Pagdating sa zero, biglang buma, bumalik sa seven months. And uh, the, the information was so uh, conflicting. So we don't know. But by faith, we booked a ticket and came to the United States hoping and praying that within the time na nasa U.S. kami for how many weeks na makakaroon ng schedule for interview para makakaroon siya ng citizenship. All of a sudden, we were disappointed because the website showed now 13 months before the next action will be taken. So, we decided we better just go back, babalik na lang next year para sa interview. So, habang nagdi-decide kami na umuwi, we're making plans, pero sa akin, wala pang signal from God. I, I don't feel it's right timing yet. So, we just waited and waited. Then suddenly, nakaroon ng email, next week na ang interview. Ilang araw lang ang advance notice. And I said, that's why the Lord had given us delay or wala pa yung timing ni Lord na bumalik sa Pilipinas, even though we wanted to go back. Because God has timing that only He can schedule. Not the government, not our own uh, logic or reasoning. If we had gone back to the Philippines, we would have missed the interview. Baka naka-quarantine na kami when the interview appointment came. And we would have missed it. God knows the perfect timing. And He directed us not to leave yet until natapos niya ang kanyang interview. And praise God, successful at magiging citizen na si Bambi. Uh, in Acts chapter 16, it tells about how Paul planned to travel and preach in Asia, the province of Asia. It was a good plan. It was the right plan. But it was not yet God's timing. Hindi akala ni Paul, kasi he was trying to go there. Many times he tried to go to Asia. And in Acts chapter 16, verse 6, it said that Paul and Silas instead traveled through the area of Phrygia and Galatia because the Holy Spirit had prevented them from preaching the word in the province of Asia at that time. Okay, at that time. Although, pagbasaan natin yung buong book of Acts, later, at a later time, the Apostle Paul would go to Asia and be successful there. But at that time, Paul was not able to push through with his own plan kasi hindi pa timing ni Lord. Planning is good, but we've got to stay willing to be flexible unto God. Leave our comfort zones. Submit to God's way of doing things and submit to God's timing. I hope nakakatulong ang message nito as you begin to live your life navigating through 
the various interruptions from God in your life. And next week, we'll talk about how to distinguish kapag hindi galing sa Diyos ang interruptions at kung paano ma- makaka-resist ng mga gawain ng kaaway. Ako si Butch from Davao City. Way back 2019, nagkaroon kami ni Mrs. ng negosyo na naipundar namin nung kami pa ay nag-work abroad. Pero ito ay nalugi. Isa sa dahilan ay ang COVID-19 pandemic. Noong una, ayaw ko pang bitawan yon at gusto ko pang isalba pero may isang pangyayari na nagtitrigger sa akin na maging out of control ako at muntik na akong mapunta sa matinding gulo sa amin. Doon, na nagsasalita ang misis ko sa akin na kailangan ko lang sumama sa kanila papunta dito sa La Union. Ilang beses niya na rin akong kinukonvince na kailangan ko nang sumama sa kanila or else may mangyayari na hindi maganda sa akin or ako ang makakagawa ng hindi maganda, dulot ng matinding galit. So bigla akong natauhan at naisip ko na baka ito yung pangungusap ng Lord sa akin na kailangan ko nang bitawan ng mga bagay na humihila sa akin palayo sa Panginoon. Two weeks bago kami bumiyahe, may binigay sa akin ang sister-in-law ko na job opportunity as sales representative sa isang sikat na motorcycle company dito sa La Union. Sinubukan kong mag-apply at naging positive naman ang response ng may-ari during our phone interview. At gusto niya akong ma-meet in person once na nakarating na kami dito sa La Union. Kaya mas lalo pa akong naging kampante dahil sa paglipat namin agad sa La Union ay mayroon akong source of income. Nung dumating kami dito sa La Union, nagkausap kami ng may-ari ng company at ang sabi niya may mga changes sa plan nila to hire. Hanggang sa nilida ko ni Lord dito sa SFCC at naging part ako ng SFCC facilities team, a few months later, since nag-start akong mag-work dito sa SFCC, tumawag sa akin ang lending company na pinagheraman namin ng pera noon para sa business namin at nagbigay sila ng ultimatum ng ilang months lang. Otherwise, may maririmata ang kaisa-isang lupa na napendar namin mag-asawa nung nag-abroad pa kami. Kaya, nag-decide ako na mag-apply ulit sa abroad. Sa dating company na pinasukan ko and outright, binigyan ako ng agad-agad na slot ng dati kong amo. Dumating ang panahon na malapit nang ma-approve ang visa ko Biglang nangusap ulit sa akin si Lord while attending the praise and prayer at inimpress sa akin ni God na hindi ako kailangang mag-work abroad at magstay na lang muna as SFCC staff para gawin ang pinapagawa niya sa akin to help build more projects dito sa SFCC at ang pinaka-clear na sinabi niya sa akin is dito ako mag-grow spiritually at patuloy na gagamitin sa pagbimisyon sa pagwiwin ng souls and make disciples dahil dito niya ako unang tinawag noon nung nasa abroad pa kami ng misis ko. So now, I'm very happy sa pag-serve at pag-work ko para sa kingdom ng Panginoon. Go, go, go lang. No turning back. May tanong din si pastor kanina. Sabi niya, if si God na ang nag-interrupt sa buhay mo, are you willing na mag-adjust? Are you willing to be interruptible? You know what, RJ? Upon hearing the word kanina, ang sagot ka dyan is, yes, of course. And actually, yung topic natin is very applicable. Mas magiging maayos ang pag-respond natin sa interruptions, lalo na pag si God ang naging interrupt sa atin. It's always for our highest good. I just realized that 
God's interruption is actually His divine intervention. And that's right, Kay. And now, it's a challenge for us to put into action kung anong natutunan natin. And to always willing na mag-adjust and i-apply ito sa ating pang-araw-araw na pamumuhay. Yes, and available ang grace ni Lord to empower us to do what He wants us to do and to become who God wants us to become. Kaya in- very important na ma-receive natin ang grace ni Lord. And the goodness is, that grace is a person. Yes. Siya ay si Jesus. Jesus. Yeah. Sabi nga sa Philippians 4.13, that I can do all things through Christ. And sa John 15.5, without Christ, we can do nothing. Yes, we can't respond sa interruption ng Panginoon kung wala tayong Jesus. Tama. We will never understand that calling, assignment na binigay ni God sa atin. Because the only way that we can hear from God is through Jesus. And now, if willing ka i-receive ang grace ni God, and that is Jesus, all you have to do is sumunod sa prayer na ito. Yeah. No? And then, let's pray. Jesus, I receive you in my life because I need you. Thank you for your plan and your purpose sa life ko. And ako, nagdi-decide ngayon Natanggapin ka, Jesus, sa aking puso. Kayo ang maging Diyos at tagapagligtas ng aking buhay. Talagang kailangan kita, Jesus. Sa pangalan mo, Amen. And God, thank you po sa salita mo na narinig namin ngayon. Let this word, Panginoon, penetrate yung heart namin at talagang mag-humble down kami. Ma-recognize namin na yung pagkilos mo sa buhay namin is para sa amin talaga, Panginoon. Dahil meron kang inilaan na napakalaking plano sa aming buhay. At gusto namin, Lord, turuan mo kami at tulungan mo kami na mag-join kami kung saan ka kumikilos. So, thank you po na uh, binibigyan mo kami ng privilege and opportunity na mag-join sa mga bagay na ginagawa mo at sa mga bagay na gusto mong i-change namin, Panginoon. I-change mo sa buhay namin. So, in your name we pray. Amen.